Welcome back guys to 11 o'clock with Yuvan and Jihan, the podcast where we talk about life, death and everything in between. Welcome back guys. Uh, today we're going to talk about something very interesting, something very personal to Yuvan. But before that, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Have I you mean... ever had a day where you, you wake up but you kind of want to remain in bed because there's nothing interesting going on in your life? Then... Check out this podcast called Love Nuclog by Yuvan and Jihan. You can find you can find it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere on the internet. You don't have to pay for our services, but I'm pretty sure you have to pay for the Spotify service or whatever platform you're listening to us on. So, we are sponsored by ourselves. So please check us out on all our platforms and follow us on social media at Love Nuclog. Back to the show. <laughs> we'll we'll add some chimes into that. <laughs> Oh my god, welcome back guys. So like <laughs> what I did not know about our new sponsor but congratulations to us, I guess. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. How are you, G? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am great. Uh excited for today's episode. It's going to be a good one. Uh, it's going to be personal. It's going to be in touch much like the content that we're going to be discussing today. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it, it's going to be quite literally intimate <laughs> I don't think this episode is going to be very interesting <laughs> we are oh. going to talk about Yuvan's how do I put this Yuvan's fascination Yuvan's enthusiasticness enthusiasm in the world of ASMR and before you ask no we will not be providing you with uh, examples of Yuvan giving you ASMR content but you will hear about Yuvan's love of ASMR in this podcast. Oh my god. Why is it why is this why is the attention focused on me today? Why <laughs> why because, not you? <laughs> because when I was discussing with you on what topic that uh, that we should talk about on today's episode, out of anything, out of anything <laughs> in the world of the universe of the galaxies in the Milky Way from Neil deGrasse Tyson to my eraser sitting on my desk, you brought up ASMR. And therefore, I have concluded that you have oh been Lord. an ASMR enthusiast for a long time. Speaking of which, let's 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 begin this uh, this um, mini interview session. So, how would you classify yourself as uh, someone who's just a simple casual ASMR listener, or are you a hardcore enthusiast, or do you straight up have ASMR downloaded in your phone? <laughs> well. So the thing is that I actually don't listen to ASMR. Uh, as much as I speak about it, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, I, I've met a lot of people who, who listen to ASMR to go to sleep. And I've read a fair bit on it. But personally, no, I'm not a big fan of ASMR. <laughs> Why are you trying to frame me like this, huh? <laughs> well, okay, l- let me ask you this. Are you one of these people that put on your headphones, get uh, snugged up under your comforter and then put on ASMR to go to sleep? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, ASMR, let's see. It came about to my like to my attention maybe a couple years ago. I think that's when it really boomed as well. Um, and people were just talking about this and all that. And it wasn't like anything random but the first asmr and i i I assure you it was completely random was the role-playing asmr that were on youtube which was like the 
girlfriend ASMR, boyfriend ASMR and putting you to sleep, caressing your hair ASMR. And I was just like, like, I, I would watch them not so much for the content, but just for the fact that like, there were people out there creating such intimate moments on the camera just for other people to experience. And if you read through the comments and everything, they were not sexual, they were not anything negative they were just so wholesome with like i i have i have you by my side every night and they would really like wholeheartedly take this content out I, i found that very interesting right holy shit man <laughs> so if i'm if i'm understanding this correctly your first love for your, your love for asmr first sparked when you discovered pov asmr where <laughs> people come and say oh uh, pov your girlfriend puts you to sleep your girlfriend tells you a bedtime story do you think that this could reflect a significant <laughs> <laughs> a significant a significance or an absence of something in your life oh lord <laughs> hey shout out to my ex no she was great but like come on like what do you want me to say no it wasn't that i was lacking anything in my prior relationships or anything it was just interesting content okay you find yourself in weird in the weird side of youtube every day and this that was just one day back entered the asmr realm so but like getting back to it that was the whole thing right like asmr and at first uh, when you google it and everything what is it what's the abbreviation for autonomous um autonomous sensory something response or something like that i'm not sure and apparently it was supposed to give you this tingling sensation uh around your like neck and your head pretty much like it it just reminded me of what goosebumps would be like and i was like okay let me try that but it never worked for me until today it never works i never get that tingling sensation um but just seeing how far it can go you know and that and and the sfw content is just on youtube we haven't even touched on the nsf nsfw side of things of the smr world you know and that's a whole that's weird man that's a dark side of the internet kind of thing be right back setting this episode settings to explicit uh, continue <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was it was a uh, when this was going viral so did like ASMR content on like um other sites for they were meant for adults and they and role playing was not just um like putting you to sleep and everything but rather trying to you know satisfy uh the other's needs and what not right and it and and that was when like I think that tainted what ASMR was for some people when when stuff like that started coming up a lot of people just stereotyped asmr just to like um young girls going and putting themselves out there and and doing all this stuff and then it became really popular in the patreon only fans world and all that also but like yeah i mean that was <laughs> you win you win um, yes sir. <laughs> I, i can't remember the number uh, rule number 13 63 i forgot the rule number 34. 37 37 Thirty, 37 okay i thought oh, maybe i'm wrong okay but yeah mm. if it exists on the internet there is a there's a porn version made of it right so yeah there are a lot of things out there that uh, have been tainted and continue to be tainted today but uh, what's funny is that you know this is uh, this is what comes to uh, um, your mind when we talk about asmr like uh, how it has um, evolved over time and now it has been sexualized right 
um yeah. when i first uh when i first found out about asmr i found out about them through these videos called mukbangs oh yeah it's asmr of people eating right and some for some reason people found it people found it pleasurable to hear uh, the sound of someone chewing food it's almost as if your ear is pressed against the cheek of said person who's chewing the food and yeah that's kind of like the point of asmr like you you it's the pleasure of having somebody whisper into your ear it's it's very sensual it's very intimate it uh, kind of yeah. mimics the the closeness in terms of proximity but not really right yeah like uh, uh, like right now the only asmr content that i like i can't remember the name of this instagram i think it's called sand tages where it's literally a person who fixed a a mic to her knife and she cuts like sand and you can hear the little the real crickling and crackling of the sand as she knifes the sand down and oh my god yeah because that's where you used to be able to get all these um oddly satisfying content before you know the asmr and everything it was all this the the sounds of like paper being crumpled and everything and now they they come to be triggers um another thing that was really popular it was a way to experience um 360 audio before dolby atmos came about to be um pov getting a haircut and so you can hear the scissors going from the right of the ear to the left of the ear they used to do that in school like in high school at one point and like I, like that time you know it was like you don't know what all this is and then now it's classified into a whole um a whole thing and damn man like it's it it's it's a it's a big community like like it's massive like you said there's food there's there's pov there's it goes on and on like <laughs> there is straight up nsfw content of of anything of everything in in the version that is asmr If yeah. you can think it it exists. <laughs> oh my god. Mukbang mukbang is a Korean culture, is it? Is it is it a uh, is it even a is it a word that is in in the Korean language? Mukbang. Uh, I'm not sure. Mukbang. Oh, yeah, mukbang is a Korean word. It's also known as eating show. is an audio visual broadcast in which host customers eat large quantities of food while interacting with an audience it's an eating show that's a mukbang i wonder how people came across that right like wh- how did someone think hey it must be entertaining for me to eat in front of an audience whilst they hear the sounds straight up pressed up to my cheek the sounds of me chewing food yeah I it's just it's pretty like, it and and they don't just stop at like small meals from what I've seen they they have like a whole feast in front of them and this is directly con, con um is con, is is contrasting the other end of the com- community that hates the sound of b- food being chewed like straight up like close your mouth and eat and then and then we have this community that embraces it hello Loki my community because I've been called out too many times for eating and chewing too loud and uh, <laughs> just being able to know that like that's a whole community who would listen to me chew I feel dressed to show it you know like I'm good <laughs> hold your horses just because there are people out there listening to ASMR content doesn't mean they want to listen to you chew your food <laughs> <laughs> you know why you've heard people comment on your you chewing loudly because I've been one of them <laughs> <laughs> oh lord 
I just oh man, I just want to enjoy my meal, man. Let me just enjoy my meal. I mean, I I know it's really bad table manners, and I don't do it in formal settings. But when I'm with you, I should be allowed to be myself, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> that's like another. You mentioned that right? it's quite interesting to think of the contrast between what our culture here for all. I, I don't know about all uh, all communities, but in my household, when we grew up. We are told that it is rude to chew with your mouth open or to chew loudly, right? It's yeah. I feel like it's pretty common in 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 our culture. I don't know about Western culture or, or American culture or whatnot. But how, in contrast, people who do the who who perform in these uh, mukbang videos, it is the opposite, right? People enjoy listening to the sound of people chewing food. Yeah, this is very common. I'm not sure in in Korea or Japan. But uh, when you go to restaurants, tag uh, they would actually encourage you to chew and 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 chew loudly, as to indicate to the chef that you're enjoying the meal, and so it is a culture that is um actually encouraged, as to like praise the chef, so the more loud and and all that you eat, the better it is. Uh, and then just here, try to eat as quiet as you can. I think I think you were right. I think this is in a Japanese culture. Um, I believe I've read in uh, in some articles where uh, it is it is a it is a, a kind of custom for you to burp after your meal to indicate yeah. that you are you're happy with your food yeah. and that you should not finish all the food on your plate because if you do it means you want more so you have to leave a little bit on your plate and oh it, my God. you know yeah. how there are like different uh, different um, messages for how you place. Your cutlery on your plate. Uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the uh, the Japanese culture takes that very seriously. Oh, okay. I've only known about the keep it straight when you're happy with your meal, uh, and then I think cross when you if you were displeased with it or something like that. There's a way for you to align it, saying that you want more food. Or oh wow. that, Yeah. I, I, there are a few other things as well, but I can't remember them all. I remember seeing examples of them on the internet somewhere. And you know, I chose to believe it because at the time, everything you saw on the internet was fact, was factual. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So right, th- this means that like, ASMR had existed since our chi- our high school lives lah. At at the very least, in just in a in a different version. I feel like I've definitely seen people post ASMR videos when I was in high school. I just didn't really care about them because at the time I didn't uh, um, put myself onto the YouTube world, into the YouTube world that much. I was more yeah. of a, a quote-unquote gamer. I played Ninja Saga on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Ninja Saga! Oh my god! Uh, shout out I to d- Wild Ones Restaurant City, Pet Society, <laughs> yeah, you name it. Pet Society. I think I definitely play a lot of Pet Society. Oh my god! I can still remember what my avatar looks like in Pet Society. It was a blue-colored cat wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> is the game is the game still around? I don't think so. I remember trying to down. Uh, first of all, you don't you can't play games on Facebook anymore. What? Um, yeah, and a thing about a year or two ago, I tried downloading Wild Ones. So I looked for a remake somewhere on the internet, and there yeah. are platforms where you can download a version of the game. So you'll probably be able to find somebody who remade like Pet Society or Restaurant City, and uh, you played on a uh, on a different platform. Yeah, right. The 
I didn't know they removed games from Facebook. That's ridiculous. They replaced games with ads. God damn. <laughs> they didn't replace it with ads. Ads have always been the ads were, were the business plan, you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we'll save that for another episode, but we'll dive back into the ASMR content of today's episode. See, that's what you get for staying on this long, right? That's what you get. <laughs> Okay la let me ask you another question la you are a person who who's passionate about ASMR you go to sleep listening to ASMR I don't but, I'm not <laughs> but do stop living in denial but but <laughs> where do you draw the line what do you is bad bad ASMR content um okay this is maybe controversial um but I did not particularly like the role playing ASMR Sometimes like it was my first exposure to what it, the ASMR world was and everything but later as you go on and you look at how broad the spectrum is of the content available the POV ASMR started becoming really weird it it was it came off weird to me uh and I personally enjoyed more of like I mean you've seen the kinetic sand ASMR and everything right and when it involved stuff like that i start i realized that i enjoyed that more because it it wasn't a i don't know if i'm bringing if i have intimacy issues la but it was just that it it didn't have a human factor involved but rather than when like you watch um boyfriend role plays or girlfriend role plays it's sort of trying to compensate for something that i particularly didn't feel a void of and so it just felt weird being intimate with a stranger of the internet who doesn't even know i'm watching it and i thought like okay like like where is this going you know maybe it's okay for some like for some people but not me yeah <laughs> uh, in in simple words what you were trying to say is that yeah it uh, this kind of pov asmr is bad for people because it like fills up a void in your life but no but that doesn't apply to you when no you know it doesn't <laughs> you will be a superhero <laughs> Why you why am I the villain on today's episode? Why am I the <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I know it's like when you when you first discover something on the internet, it's it's very fascinating and it and it takes time for you to like to come up with an opinion of it. It takes growing in years of understanding what happens behind the scenes, what are the underlying what is the underlying psychology behind it uh, in order to yeah. for us to truly understand something. We found a lot of content amusing in the past. right yeah. and that that now we no longer find amusing and low key we high key we find offensive yeah right and um, i remember you were you were talking to me about an issue like where people where children started making asmrs and yeah. in, when when people start to sexualize this kind of content then you know how, how far how how far bad does it go you know exactly and and that's a really good uh, segue because like that's that's exactly what i want to talk about as well the idea of um like this role playing pov as asmr right it creates a gray area of sfw and nsfw especially when you're role playing intimate moments like going to sleep and everything and then content from just like a sweet moment of going to sleep can become something really sexual real quick and and that gray area caused a lot of issues where a lot of asmr content makers on youtube and what not were coming out to discuss um how they have been overly sexualized in their dms and their own personal interactions with people calling them out for like you're just like 
you're doing you're 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 prostituting yourself and 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 stuff like that and people spamming their dms with dick pics and whatnot and and that is one controversy of of the of of where the line is you know and and how what safeguards you have but then uh like i like i told you just uh, just now you start seeing kids who are exposed to anything and everything on the internet world and especially given that it's youtube most asmr contents are safe because like the spectrum is that they are kids safe asmr and then there's not kids safe asmr and so kids start thinking that you know this is this is a fun thing that everybody's doing and it's so fun to watch and it's so easy to make that they want to get involved and start doing it so a bunch of like seven year old girls got together and started making asmr content and that creates a real big question mark because even if they're doing very innocent things on the internet and you think that youtube is a safe space they are then being exposed to an entire uh, predatory um a predatory space where they can they, they they stand a big risk of being sexualized and or being um or attracting pedo pedophilia uh pedophiles sorry yeah of attracting pedophiles and 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 that's where like a lot of controversy came up as well right like what are you going to do about this if i may add my my two cents to this um it seems to me like the problem isn't really with asmr at all you know it's a uh, kind of the same as like uh women who just post pictures of themselves on on the internet and then start getting dms from like from from men right asking for yeah. asking for nudes asking for pictures or trying to persuade them quote unquote persuade them you know into sending them uh, or uh, talking to them or sending them pictures and this is very much uh, a problem that's uh, generally out there on the internet right especially i i feel like um the majority of it is in men right whenever wim- uh, women out there who uh, post uh, pictures of themselves or in this case uh, if a, if a child posts uh, an innocent asmr video it there's nothing sexual about it but it's yeah. the people that sexualize the content right just yeah. as these men sexualize women on the internet and then uh, to them they are just objects they are just um, tools to satisfy their own desires and that is the underlying problem in today's world on the internet like if you recall we watched a documentary some time back uh, we watched it in your room we watched a documentary on child predators yeah yeah and that's the problem when there's no uh, there's not enough regulation out there on the internet and not enough not uh not powerful enough regulators to monitor yeah. these these um these men and these predatory actions specifically then that becomes the problem like yeah. sometimes the the algorithm on youtube where they have their guidelines right on what is uh when when you see someone's video gets taken down for like a reason sometimes it could be um a statue where the where the person is topless and they would take down the video because it breaks the guidelines so this is where i feel the algorithm is broken because it should be targeting things like like these you know these kind of predatory reactions but somehow a lot of people still get away with all of this on the, on the internet because there are so many ways to uh use the internet without being detected or without being monitored like what we yeah. see on the internet like on youtube and all of that is very much like the surface of the iceberg right there's an entire yeah. underworld behind it like the dark web and the deep web and and this this is where these these predators reside and they and they make their moves and 
I don't know how, I, I don't know specifically what action we can take, but the, the only thing I can say, say now is that, you know, there should be stronger regulation on the internet, even especially on platforms like YouTube, Instagram, to monitor these kind of predatory behaviors, you know? Exactly. I would, I would love to, to, to talk about this because, um, it, it, it's a re it's a re also a very recent uh, issue that's been booming around. And to be honest, a real talk, it's not a recent issue. It's been going around on the internet for a very long time and it's how you're going to handle, um, people just going about and, and objectifying and taking advantage and, and, and how people behave on the internet, the accountability of every user who's up on the internet and how easy it is to bypass every um, firewall and standard and protocols that you have there. Um, but that's the, and that's, and that's where it becomes really horrible because like that documentary we watched on um, my LOL, which was a child dating app. And we will get into that. Um, I think, I think that is something that we really want to get into, but just like a very short, uh, clip uh, i think a, a quote from from mama max um the youtuber who posted it was that anybody who thinks it's a great idea for children to meet strangers on the internet like like the kind of um fuckery that 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 that, that you that just goes past your 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 logic process your logic your your sorry your logic you know like like how is that going to going to come off good and he and he debunked oh, an entire operation of um, pedophiles on the platform exploiting children and and that's where it it becomes and it becomes a gray area here also right with asmr content and all it's great and everything but anything and everything is being sexualized on the internet and what is the internet doing about it you know and that's what's smart about it to corporates right because if you go and google who owns the internet nobody does and you may think that that is great as to like oh yeah so nobody's monopolizing all of this but that takes away accountability nobody's responsible for anything that's up on there because nobody is the like there isn't a body regulating all of this there's government bodies but then <laughs> yeah okay back to back to asmr content right if yeah. you could pick one piece of one genre of ASMR content that you could only listen to for the rest of your life. And I mean, not, you wouldn't be able to listen to any other kind of video at all, not even tech reviews, nothing. All you could do is listen to one type of ASMR content. You can't do that. Genre. <laughs> no. What would that genre be and why? I'd rather die. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Um, man. Okay. If it only had to come down to one kind of ASMR, I think I would have to go with um, the, you know, when they take the items and they tap them. Like, <laughs> yes, I've seen those. Yeah, I like the tap, the sound of the taps, especially with like if you have nails and everything. Like, it's a, it's an oddly satisfying thing. Uh, if not that food ASMR, <laughs> like, just so I can be with my community of people. So you mean mukbangs? Yeah, muk muk. muk I don't mukbangs. know if it's mukbang or mukbangs, you know. <laughs> mukbangs. Uh, my apologies for uh, killing the uh, pronunciation of the word. Okay, but what about you? Me? Uh, yeah. See, I don't typically like ASMR, but if I had to pick, I would pick 
sand videos people cutting sand putting cubes of sand into a jar and then pressing the sand down you know oh using using that uh, kinetic sand using the colored sand and like <laughs> they have this really this this really pretty knives that like are yeah. super shiny and like have all kinds of colors on it and like when they cut the the sand it like cuts perfectly in <laughs> like the middle and then they will drop cubes of it into the into the thing and then they will use a wooden thing to p- press the sand down it becomes flat and you're just like oh that is you know what i've never experienced kinetic sand i don't i've never touched it before or felt it to know what kinetic sand is like i have once in my life when uh, it is in aeon aeon alma uh, it, there was a small booth that was selling it near the food court and uh-huh. they just left one one like a uh, sample of sand for 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 children to play with and now that i think about it it's so dangerous because in today's norm you know <laughs> nobody can touch one thing twice uh, exactly or, like, or no two people can touch the same thing uh, yeah, that's what i meant to say <laughs> but yeah back then everyone was like oh playing around with the sand and then there was no one there for a while i just finished my food and i was like i want to know what this kinetic sand feels like and my yeah. god it was so satisfying it like it melts in your hand and i've always wanted to make uh, some form of that have you seen those uh, i can't remember the name of the chemical composition of this but it's like when you apply pressure it becomes hard and then when you when you remove pressure it like melts and it acts as a fluid like newtonian fluid is that what it's called i'm not sure but i think you're right but that's what you get uh, you you make it with like cornstarch and something right yes 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 yeah. and water probably yeah <laughs> but yeah oh, anyway guys that wraps up part 1 of this episode stay tuned for part 2 where you and I might talk about child predators on the internet thank you for listening and uh, we hope to catch you in the next episode all right guys thank you so much take care till tomorrow guys cheers